thank you for gift. Why show off? Well, you know, it says something about you. Winning the Medal of Honor and all that it says you're brave. I thought it'd be neat. This say you brave. This say you're lucky. Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two show-off minutes at a time. And I'm showing off uh, because I spit that out without the without any sort of problem. So my name is Robin. I'm Matt. <laughs> uh, and today we are talking about minutes 14 through 16 of the Karate Kid Part 2. They begin with Daniel finishing the shadow box and end with Miyagi opening a letter. Uh, we pick up where we left off last time with uh, Miyagi calling for Daniel while Daniel captures Miyagi's soul inside a wooden box. And uh, yeah, th- actually, my first question for this this segment is, is this invasive? Because um, we kind of talked about it Monday, but I, I don't I, 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 I don't know. I, I think he's obviously he's the teenager. He's got his, he's got good intentions. He mm. wants to. Wants to uh, do something nice for Mr. Miyagi. He's um, lucky Mr. Miyagi can tell that he has good intentions. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Imagine if he, like, freaked out about it. Um, yeah. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> um, my next question is a really serious one. Um, does Mr. Miyagi think Daniel is in the bathroom? And do you think Mr. Miyagi thinks he's okay? Uh... uh... <laughs> Should 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 uh, Daniel have like a medic medic alert bracelet or whatever? <laughs> he has been working in that tux, you know that that could do some do a job that that being out in the hot sun, uh, they could really you know he oh he did just like pour like Nestle Quick down into his stomach and then worked in a hot tux for the last who knows how long. <laughs> That's got to do a number on you. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Chips Ahoy. That's not a really great combo, no. Yeah, and who knows what he what he had at the the prom, you know? Yeah, keep and forgetting that he came from a prom <laughs> or, or a senior midday ball or prom. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, like as a minute by minute podcast well, previously, now two minute by two minute. Um, we have analyzed. Mr. Miyagi's house. And so we're seeing Daniel uh, in front of Miyagi's cot, you know, and putting this box together. And Miyagi was in his kitchen and he walked out through the uh, back door into the garden, wondering where Daniel uh, didn't. Wouldn't he just see Daniel sitting right there? (laughs) You would think so. It seemed like a pretty open house. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) Daniel continues chatting with Miyagi from inside to kind of buy time. He's like, oh, what are you building? And uh, Miyagi uh, says he's uh, building a a guest room to take in a refugee, which, uh, you know, is like, you know, amazes Daniel. So it's like, where's this refugee coming from? Uh, Turns out it's from Fresno. Um, And I love that. I love that moment where just Daniel's like, Fresno. (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) What a coincidence. (laughs) <laughs> I know somebody from Fresno too. It's going to be me. <laughs> um, but yeah, he excitedly runs outside and it turns out that Miyagi already knew that he's been putting Daniel on this entire time when Daniel frustratedly excited, uh, uh, explained all the, uh, all the details of his move to Fresno. Um, 
and that Miyagi already had talked to Lucille and offered to take him in. So um, Daniel does a little spin and he's like, oh, you saved my life. And then like, like calms himself down. He's like, thank you. And kind of bows to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, Miyagi just says welcome and, and bows back. Um, I noticed here there's a, there's a bit of a height difference between Ralph and Pat. And I, I, it really seems like Ralph is doing a lot of hunched over acting in this yeah. chat between the two of them. And I wonder if like, I don't know, it looks like maybe uh, Pat could even be elevated on something or maybe not. Oh, so? hmm. Could uh, be, could be. Oh, uh, maybe not. We've seen them standing together at the tournament. You know, Daniel is taller. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's just strange that Daniel's doing, you know, Ralph is doing all this like kind of hunched over bit, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe Avildsen wanted to catch something at the bottom of the frame and was just like, Hey Ralph, uh, do me a favor. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> maybe just, I, I don't have this, have the, uh, the movie going on in front of me. Maybe the iced tea needs to be in the foreground or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> but iced tea is crucial. <laughs> it's a great picture. I'm telling you. Uh, oh, speaking of pictures, oh, that was a great segue. Um, this, uh, we have another check-in from the first draft uh, today, <laughs> and uh, and this this scene goes on right after uh, the batting cage uh, practice, and uh, Daniel is covered in bruises now. Uh, he's in Miyagi's maintenance shed with his shirt off, and Miyagi treating him with some like salve. Uh, some sticky salve, which uh, might be something that might be used in the future. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, and so Lucille's in this movie, at, at least in this first draft. And mm-hmm. Lucille kind of like walks into the maintenance shed and is like, I, I won't even ask. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing like, to my... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just covered in bruises and shirtless. <laughs> yeah, awkward. Uh so instead of Fresno in this first draft, Lucille now is telling the both of them, like she's got this great news. She has been ex- uh, selected to do this regional manager training in Chicago. And so we get, it's not like Daniel relaying the news to Miyagi. It's Miyagi hearing Lucille relate it to Daniel. Daniel, of course, is super bummed. He's going to be in, he's going to spend the summer in Chicago, but since his mom's going to be training, he's just going to, be sitting in this apartment all by himself. Um, so this is when Dan, uh, Miyagi says he just had a guest room built. Uh, and so Lucille picks up what he's putting down and she's like, you know, Daniel never makes his bed. And Miyagi <laughs> says, I don't either. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's, it's, it's nice to get into a made bed at the end of the night, but I don't know. It's just something I, I, I end up making my bed like maybe like an hour before bed. <laughs> just be like, <laughs> it'll be nice to come back here and have the bed made. But getting up in the morning and doing it, just there's not enough. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not as interested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So Daniel is happy and he's like going to grab the groceries for Lucille. Uh, and so runs out of the shed and Lucille kind of hangs out for a minute and says, uh, to Miyagi, thank you. He needed someone. And Miyagi replies, so did I. And they oh. actually bow to each other. 
Thank just, you. He needed someone, and certainly it couldn't have been me. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> but it seems seems odd to me that Miyagi would say, "I just had one built." No, you would do that yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It. I, that's exactly what the what it said too. Like I just had. Yeah. I I believe that Miyagi built that ho- the entire house from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> He, like walked in there with like some lumber under his or he arms. repurposed an old shed or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so back to the movie. Uh, Miyagi offers iced tea, uh, but Daniel wants to give him this gift first, and we find out the box is made of rosewood. Uh, Miyagi's happy to get the gift, but then he's like kind of puzzled of when Daniel says it's like to show off the metal, and it's like, you know, Daniel's like, you you know, he it's just let everybody know you're brave, you know. Um, and then we get this great moment where Miyagi kind of points to Daniel's chest and says, this says you're brave. And then he points at the metal and he says, this says you're lucky. Yeah. So, yeah, I said I said this last time, but yeah, wouldn't you could predict Miyagi was going to react this way. Like, I feel like Daniel should have known, <laughs> like just through through context clues of how he's known him before. I don't know. Right. And uh, I mean. In the, uh, uh, oh, oh, uh, as we uh, looked at the, uh, looked into Medals of Honor in the last movie, like most people receive a Medal of Honor posthumously. <laughs> so he's he's definitely right. <laughs> like to be alive and have a Medal of Honor is you're very lucky. Um, and and actually in the, the shooting script, uh, not that first draft, but the shooting script, they had a little bit more discussion afterwards. Um, Daniel is asking about it. Um, as Miyagi is like hammering more nails into the edition. And it, it seems like he's kind of just kind of focusing uh, any sort of like angst or anxiety that he has about the Medal of Honor on the nails. So as Daniel's like peppering him with questions, he goes, um, what did you do to win it? And Miyagi says, not important anymore. And Daniel says, could have been killed or could you have been killed? And Miyagi says, hi. Daniel says, were you afraid? And he says, knees didn't stop shaking for a whole week after. And then Daniel says, um, did you kill a lot of people? And Miyagi says, unfortunately. And then the last thing is uh, Daniel kind of pushes a little more. He's like, why unfortunately? They were the enemy, weren't they? Oh, my God. (laughs) And then Miyagi kind of stops hammering and looks Daniel right in the eye and says, they were also people. Which, I I don't know. I, I... I looked in the junior novelization and they kept that scene in the junior novelization as well. But I think that was like, this is like a PG family movie. And that's got a lot of like, you know, scary things in it when it comes to what Daniel's about to go through and Miyagi's about to go through. Mm. Uh, I, 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 I guarantee Abelson was like, let's just spare them a little bit of the horrors of war. You know, <laughs> let's not get into it too hard here. Also, I think that's out of character for, Daniel to ask about. I don't know. They were the enemy. Of course, you have to kill them. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, he I don't know. Like, it... seemed, he seemed like a good kid when we first met him, you know, taking care of the dog and stuff. <laughs> but now well, he's like, rah, rah, kill the enemy. <laughs> well, the other thing was like uh, that I was thinking that earlier in the movie, you know, he actually says of Crease, like, you could have killed that guy, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and he already learned a lesson about that. Uh, from well, and, he, and he like shook his head like when he thought Miyagi was gonna kill him. He's like, no, don't kill him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, um, 
Yeah, the junior novelization ends uh, after he says that line, they were also people. Um, and it says, Then Daniel began to understand. War was real. Real people fought. Real people died. No wonder Mr. Miyagi didn't want to look at his medal every day. He didn't want to remember it every day. And that's how the chapter ends. So um, it's heavy, man. Uh, all right. So so uh, back to the movie. Uh, uh, a mailman interrupts. <laughs> And uh, Daniel has to immediately correct him on the pronunciation of Miyagi. What's with this mailman like hard hat? <laughs> oh, you know, looks, I've huh? seen those movies before in TV. Show. I don't think I've seen that in real in real yeah, life. Yeah, I've, I've never seen it in real life. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's like a it safari looks, hat, right? <laughs> yeah, or it looks like an army helmet. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, we'll have mailman reporting for duty. <laughs> we'll have Peter from Cobra Kai Companion uh, uh, in in a few weeks, and uh, you know he's a re- he's a mailman in real life, so I've, we gotta remember to ask him about this. Mm-hmm. Do, do you have this helmet? Do you have oh. the saucer hat? <laughs> are you are you this rude? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go oh, there's, there. I mean, there's rudeness on both sides in this. <laughs> oh, you think so? Okay, well, well let's go there. Uh, uh, so so Miyagi uh, looks concerned. Uh, when he says it's a, a letter from Okinawa, and I don't know what it is. Every single time I want it, I just say the word Okinawa in real life. My mind immediately goes to Miyagi in this moment going, Okinawa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, what it is, but it's just my brain. Uh, <laughs> Okinawa. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Miyagi looks concerned. Could it be bad news? Who knows? Um, also like people know where I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, remember those, uh, what was it? Italian detective or who, who was it? The Italian those, detective. I can't remember those two characters that were cut out of the Webster and Dexter Miyagi. You mean that's it. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> they were not Italian. <laughs> uh, so the mailman continues and goes, uh, you should charge admission. Like like his garden is some sort of tourist attraction, right? (laughs) Well, some people do like those like uh, rock gardens where you like rake the sand and stuff. Yeah, I guess so. You know, and there are like gardens like this. I I mean, I've gone to a a garden like this, um, but it was wasn't somebody's house. You know, it wasn't like uh, like, oh, I'm going to turn my my private residence into, uh, you know. I don't know. Um, and then he goes, my missus loves this stuff, <laughs> which I just like wrote in my notes in bold, this stuff, like, come on. This, this sort of decor, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I just did the words like, uh, you know, it's very dumb American. It's yeah. very. Um, and then he says, you mind if I bring her by sometime to see it? <laughs> I just like, that's a little bit. You're encroaching, sir. This that is there's an agreement that a mailman has with his, his community, and it's definitely not to like. I don't know. I suppose it's a mailman. You kind of you at least I see it in movies. I've never had too many conversations with my my mail carriers, um, but like you see in movies and TV, like the the mailman comes to the door and you have a discussion with them. <laughs> Got a package for you today. Must. <laughs> uh, of course, maybe I'm just thinking about like Mr. Rogers or Pee Wee's Playhouse or something. Maybe maybe that doesn't happen in adults' movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
actually I'm sure that happens in adult movies, but we won't talk about that here. Uh, so the uh, male, sorry, the mailman wanders off after being ignored by uh, Miyagi and Daniel. That was rude, ignoring him completely. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. To me, it was just kind of like, get out of here. You're like an annoying fly. Like, Miyagi's going to get the chopsticks out on this guy. <laughs> uh, and Daniel's just like too concerned about Miyagi to even pay attention to this guy. So did you notice me? Uh, uh, Pat Morita nearly pokes one of his eyes out with his reading glasses. No. <laughs> <laughs> He like opens it up and one of the shoves one of the arms like directly into his eye. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, ouch. Uh, so yeah, Miyagi sits down and opens it. Daniel walks over. He thinks there's something going on. Um, and the last thing I have uh, for this segment is that it, right when they like sit down together and the mailman walks off, like. Off to the left of Miyagi's house, there's there's like a big brown trailer <laughs> back there. Huh. And I'm like, is that like, is that like where like, uh, yeah, is production is in there with a bunch of monitors and stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. I mean, it's it's very obviously in frame. I don't know. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, I couldn't think of anything that I've seen. Looking well, at Miyagi. Does he live in a junkyard? Maybe it's like a weird old container. <laughs> I don't well, know. I don't know. I don't think he lives in a junkyard. He got those cars from Detroit. <laughs> no, no, I thought his whole his whole place was surrounded by like a junkyard. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like an old oil yard and stuff, right? I don't oh. know. But, um, all right. Well, um, I will say, Matt, that uh, you were brave to spend these two minutes with us and you're lucky that it's about to be uh, over so uh where's my medal where's my <laughs> uh all right so uh again i want to let everybody know uh to email us at karate kid minute dot uh, karate kid minute at gmail.com uh follow us on twitter facebook instagram look for karate kid minute and, of course, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it, especially if you like us. Like, only if you like us. We won't like it if you don't like us. So, But I guess the, you know, like the feeling will be mutual. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> Did I just talk us into a bad review? Sorry. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And until next time. Some other time, maybe. Maybe.